My name is Fraser. My name is Mark. And we are the hosts of the geekiest show alive. To the outside world, we're ordinary geeks. But in the fab international studios, we talk comics and find other geeks just like us. This is Geek of the Week. Welcome to Geek of the Week, issue seven, with your regular hosts, Fraser and Mark. I'm Fraser. I'm Mark. How you doing this week, Mark? I'm all right. Um, after last week's show and discussing Descender, I have had a bit of a Jeff Lemire love. So I'm reading um, lots of his stuff at the moment, reading Trillium, which is out of this world, and that's going to go on uh, trade-off at some point as well, I think. Oh, I'm looking for. I am actually really looking forward to it. I like that uh, this show's affected you that way. You it just, does. You dove back into your love. It does. I think as well sometimes reading a certain trade or something it does get you back into it and it gets you going you know what i'm gonna delve right back into this a lot of time for me it's whenever i read a spider-man story I of go, course it's when it's Spider-Man. i go back but um <sighs> i have had like a booster gold little sort of thing uh, recently the most recent one i've had with that is booster gold like i think because he reappeared in rebirth and then well, as soon as i read that i was like oh i've got to get back into all of this stuff but this week for me is I was very excited to play uh, the heist, the latest DLC from Spider-Man. Oh yeah, of course, yeah, you mentioned it. But it, yeah. So last week, during last week's show, straight after it, I started playing it from there, and it was one of them again. It only took three hours to complete, but I loved every three, like all three hours of it. And again, it left on a cliffhanger. Which is kind of annoying, because the last one left on a cliffhanger... Is that annoying, actually? It's just building up hype for this third and final one. It's almost as if they want you to buy the next lot of DLC phrases. But they've already got my money. (laughs) They've already... Like, I bought them all as one package, and it was Spider-Man. They were always going to have my money. Yeah, but they haven't got everyone's money. That's true. Well... I think capitalism, like, Fraser. Uh, capitalism. Well, I'm happy to buy into it if it's you know, okay. with, if it's with superheroes. Capitalism always wins for me. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a bit of a bleak? Uh, maybe we need to segue out just, of this. <laughs> just, just play the thing. I need photos of Spider-Man. So with the sounds of J. Jonah Jameson, you know it's time for the news. And we've got a loaded week of news. It is a hell of a heavy news week. You, you get weeks where it's just like the smallest of things happened and you, you get these tiny morsels and desperately find something to talk about. Not so this week. So I'll shut up. What's first up? This week we've got the good, ba- the bad and the ugly, really, to be honest. Uh, so we'll start off with just Sony universes in general. So the Sony's universe of Marvel characters, that's a live-action stuff like the Venom, announced two films, one on the 10th of July 2020 and one on the 2nd of October 2020. The first one's going to be a non-sequel, the second one's going to be a sequel. Now we've got some... There's a load of rumours going around what these could be, and a lot of it is, like, based off concrete evidence. So the first one we're predicting, I know we've had a talk about this... Is a Morbius um, film? I would like to see Morbius, and um, it's 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 one of those comic book franchises that it's going to be a risk because 
suddenly there's vampires, you know? And that's, that's that, I, I think that's cool. And I really hope it is Morbius because um, that's a character that I've wanted to see for a while now. And, and these two dates are a testament to the success of the Venom film. And I, I know the Venom film wasn't everyone's favourite, but I really didn't think there was anything particularly wrong with it. Yeah, and I think one of the feedbacks that came out of it are the people who enjoyed it or the people who were a bit so-so, and it was like, oh, yeah, but I would watch a sequel. And yeah. It's, I think it's because of what they set up, mainly Carnage. Yeah. But uh, a little bit of interesting news for Venom as well. It's just surpassed the original Spider-Man and Wonder Woman box office-wise, so it's making bank. That's... That, that, yeah. So, I mean, there's all these naysayers, but a lot of people watched it by the sounds <laughs> exactly. of things. I feel like people have had fun with it. It's Again, it's not one of those. It's not going to change the genre. It's no. not, It's not. But it's just something to have fun with. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, I think that's people got, uh, just, just, just got their knickers in a twist over yeah, exactly. what was a perfectly like, fun film. Just enjoy, just enjoy it. We've got so much coming out. Not all of it has to be, you know, Infinity War or stuff like that just enjoy the enjoy the little things and this sequel I was going to say you're from a time sorry to say that and make you seem all old time where old, there old. wasn't there wasn't all this richness and stuff no. like this there was it's almost like there's too much now it, 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 it feels like I've had my famine and now this is my feast <laughs> and um, it's it's great. I, 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 I love that there's all this stuff coming out yeah. and all this cool stuff so to add to the concrete, to explain why there's a bit more concrete evidence that is going to be this Morbius, there, there is talks about a Craven the Hunter movie. There's a script going forward with that. Someone's already Ooh, writing it. Oh, I'm not so sure about Craven the Hunter with that <laughs> Spider-Man. But with, there's a line. <laughs> come on now. But with Morbius, uh, the, it's been cast and apparently they started shooting. It's got Jared Le- Leto in. Jared Leto? Leto. I think. One of them's a host. Leno. Leno's the it's host. No, no, Le- Leto's the... Yeah, it's Jay Leno you're thinking. Jay about, Leno. Jared I always Leto. mix them up. Not like... I d- it's one of those <sighs> t- tricks with my brains. It's the dyslexia kicking in, really. And if that happens on air, I can only apologise. It's Jared Leto. Jared Leto from 30 Seconds of Mars fame. And Fight Club where he got beat up repulsively. Yeah. And Suicide Squad, which we're going to talk a bit about later. So yeah, we will. He's having a heavy week. He's appearing quite a bit, or mm. not appearing, well, as it may be. Anyway. But, it, but this sequel, yeah, I'm hoping, because I talked about this previously on air, that the last time all these like heroes sort of became, all these Spider-Man villains became heroes, was in a storyline called Maximum Carnage. And I've said this before, and I'm re- going to repeat myself again because I really want it to be true. And I think that's the way you make things come true. If you just repeatedly yeah. say it, <laughs> it comes true, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so my hope is that these films act as like the Phase 1 films did. Yeah. And then the Avengers for this universe will be a Maximum Carnage film. And maybe they yeah. don't get anything more, but if we get to see Maximum Carnage, it's a winner Yeah, for me. I'm not sure this one will be Maximum Carnage, you know. I think this one will be... This one will be Venom 2. Yeah. And then down the line, we're going to get Maximum You know what Carnage. would be really cool? Instead of a Craven the Hunter film, if they did Craven's Last Hunt, but with Venom, because it's the black suit. Mm, he's like, I could mm. be a better Venom, maybe. And then we, we establish we're both a fan of Craven's Last Hunt. Exactly. Yeah. Now, to other Sony now, Sony Animation... More Sony. ...have done quite, have done, doing quite well with this Enter the Spider-Verse. It's not officially released yet, but... I think there's 30 to 40 critics already reviewing it on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's on 100%. That's that's pretty which impressive. Which is pretty decent. So off that, they've announced... Well, they were in talks. A couple of 
Collider reported on this. I think the Hollywood Reporter also did report on this, saying that there's going to be two films coming out potentially, a sequel to this, which I'm all aboard, mm-hmm. and an all-female spin-off with Madam Web, Spider-Woman, Ghost Spider. Jessica Drew, Spider-Woman, I'm excited. Proper Spider-Woman, none of these... Silk oh, and Spider Gwen and all the other ones that aren't sodding Spider Woman. Come off it. Well, Spider Gwen is technically Spider Woman. She's not called Spider Gwen because you'd give your identity away then, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> not Jessica Drew. As long as Jessica Drew is in there, it's acceptable for me. But it's really cool because in this, I remember seeing the trailer and there was this old woman. Old, well, oh no, I feel like I've offended. Is, any, oh no, is anyone a, over twenty-five old? She's, to she's you, an Fraser. animated. She's an animated character. A woman with experience was on screen. Was on screen. I feel. <laughs> I, I'm defending myself for an animated character. You're here. Just digging yourself. I know on, it's a bit weird, isn't it? So just tell us what you're excited so, about. <laughs> But there was some speculation that is it Aunt May, and it was like no, it's Mad, like it's, it's Madam Web because they were in like a spider formation, and which is cool. And I'm like, oh, Madam Web uh, from those cart from the cartoons. I always remember seeing her and being like, yo, she's pretty badass. And also reading her in the comments, she's pretty cool. So yeah, I'm all all aboard. Good job, good job, Sony. But don't get too cocky. Don't be thinking you don't need the MCU because if you get rid of Tom Holland Spider Man. You, oh, don't. You, you make, don't. Me, make me shed a tear. Don't. A tear? A tear. Tears, oh. of, tears of pure sorrow. All the tears. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're moving on to Birds of Prey. Bit more Jared Leto, sort of. I love this. So, I love this so much. So, the full title was revealed on Margot Robbie's can, Instagram. Can I do it? Can I do it? In a yeah, go on. The man. full title is "Birds of Prey" and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. That is camp as a row of pink tents. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. What a name! So I want to see it more now. So this is incredible, and it sort of lets you into what kind of film this is going to be. Again, <laughs> like you say, be... just bizarre and bonkers, it's which fits brilliant. which fits the Birds of Prey and Harley Quinn two eighty. I'm so excited. But the fact that this was revealed on her Instagram and obviously it was revealed with the script and she scribbled it on and everyone's thinking oh that's a funny little thing but it's actually the official title and it's brilliant although I can't imagine most people going up to the cinema although I know for a fact you will oh I and will we'll say the full title most people say oh I can see Birds of Prey you're going to be like no you're going to step up yeah <laughs> I'm going to go to the cinema with you I'm going to embarrass you and I'm going to go in and say hello can I have two tickets for my non-partner and me for Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn, please. You know what? I'm quite impressed with you there because I'm glad you said two tickets and you didn't force me to try and attempt to say this. You're going to say, and my friend will say the very same thing <laughs> I have done. Otherwise, don't give him a ticket. I'm mean <laughs> to you, but come on. I, I'm not the guy that's going to pick on your dyslexia. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> uh, at least not then. Potentially. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I'm excited for this. It's and again, be great. we mentioned Leto uh, just because he's Joker, but whether he's going to appear in this or not, maybe just a scene where Harley's like, yeah, see you, bye, don't need you. I'm done with your stress, which would be nice. And that Harley Quinn character in all media's comics, TV shows, and film is sort of distancing her away from the Joker, and I kind of enjoy it. Enjoy that. It's a full growth of the character, and I like it when characters get their own sort of, you know, path forward. Um, and if that didn't happen, we'd... I've really we'd quite liked Jared Leto's 
Joker. I thought he was um, doing something different. He was trying something, and I thought it was good. I, yeah. I, I don't, I don't understand the hate. It was definitely a different. Te- well, to be fair, I think it's just the way he went through it. He went a bit too method. Went a bit mad, really. There was mad- there was some extreme madness in his method, apparently, because he'd send like condoms to used condoms to co-workers and he just went a bit bizarre and yeah and then he wasn't really happy that uh, he wasn't really happy that he got cut so much which I can totally understand but not sure I can he got paid the same yeah, it's but not like they, they cut his part and then cut his pay. I can't. He got he got the amount of money he was contracted for. Yeah, but, but we, know, he, he, he went too method almost. Like I feel like he's one of those acts. He's one of those actors where it's it's more about the performance than the payment. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Tell yeah. him that. Tell him that if they pay him five pound an hour and yeah, what, what a load of moving on. But mm. it, I just. Yeah, I, I I can see how it's frustrating, but at the end of the day, he got paid, and yeah. not everybody hated his Joker. Yeah, yeah I, that's I, true. I, I think it was a fascinating but yeah, take on I the Joker. I think they've definitely burnt... The sad thing is, he has probably burnt a load of bridges with Warner Brothers and Warner Brothers, vice versa, to be fair. So... Yeah, he might not even appear on screen. It might just be literally uh, Harley Quinn going out the door and going, see you, Joker, or see you, Jay, or whatever, and just be off. Or it's, or it's just a one-off line, she says. Pudding. Pudding. There you go. Pudding. Now, we're sticking on DC for a bit, because I'm trying to keep the good news going, because there is a bit of bad news, and we're trying to avoid it as much as we can. Go on. There was two DC trailers this week. We had the CW Elseworld trailer and the Young Justice trailer. Let's start with the CW Elseworld trailer. Um, I've kind of poo-pooed the, the, the whole DC TV universe. But I, I watched this and I was like, oh. Okay, it's, it's that's all right. It's hooking you back in. It's got you reeling. I'm not so sure it's got me quite hooked. But the, the thing I liked was Nibbling. the way they've, the way they talked about Batman and how he's an urban legend and how he's not active in this universe by the looks mm. of things. But he's like a, a, a massive legend and the stuff of like almost fairy tale yeah. Stories, and that, I like that. That's a nice take, and it's it's the kind of respect that the character deserves, considering he's not really in this universe. Yeah, yeah, it's more respect than a whole TV show based off him. <laughs> Goff him. Mm. Sorry, I got a bit of a uh, cough there. But no, I do like yeah that mystery about Batman, and obviously we're going to get to see Batwoman from it, and you get Batwoman from Batman in this universe, which is great. I really, really loved all the because they do this now with the shows. As soon as they've opened one thing about different Earths, almost every crossover now, they have to because Supergirl's on a different Earth anyway. But it's all on different Earths and it's all with this crazy timeline stuff. And it's just crazy and bonkers and that's what I enjoy. I think Mm. some of the shows you can argue, and I would say as well for me personally, have sort of dipped in quality, but that's just because they started off so high in quality that, I don't know, it's anything now just sort of feels like not the same but these crossovers have always been great and always brought back my love for these for these shows and it's even almost almost made me dip back into arrow but i watched the first two series of arrow and uh, i just kind of drifted away from it well i watched arrow up until flash came into it and then i just watched the flash and then legends and supergirl Mm. but then yeah the last one of the episodes i think it's like 
it was a big monumental episode for Arrow. Don't wanna, it might have been a hundred, but it was with the crossover, and it was a really, really cool episode. Really, really cool. And there's some people in Legends who appeared from Arrow, so it's like it's get it's they're close to getting me. I'm nibbling. I'm nibbling at the bait. Now, I'm super, super hyped for Young Justice. And I wanted to get your opinion first before I unloaded my hype. I, I've not watched it. So I can hype away. Um, Young <laughs> Justice was... I, I always get that confused with the Teen Titans one with the whelmed and overwhelmed and underwhelmed <laughs> gag. But yeah. it's not that one, is it? No, so it's... It's an interesting one, really. Young Justice sort of stems from Teen Titans. They are very similar in their team members, especially with this new this new trailer. It had so many characters on it, characters who had appeared on the Young Justice comic, because one of the complaints with the cartoon was that they replaced the Robins round, so Dick Grayson was the leader instead of uh, Tim Drake. But this time around, we're seeing Tim Drake, we're seeing everyone, we're seeing Blue Beetle. But when you look at this Young Justice trailer... There's so many different Titans and Teen Titans that have appeared throughout the comics. Like, the Teen Titans has been going for years, and now there's actually two separate... There's a Titans and a Teen Titans. Right, right. And there's... Brian Michael Bendis is bringing along Young Justice as well, so we're getting it all. It's wait, basically, wait, wait, Bendis is involved? Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Mm, there you oh. go, mate. There you go. Ultimate Sp- If he's got that Ultimate Spider-Man vibes, I'm kind of hyped for it. Oh. But, right. yeah, so there's so much. It's basically... The Young Justice thing was sort of the in the cartoon, especially was it's the sidekicks making their own team, mm. which is really cool. And I do like that animation style. And of the thing I loved about this trailer was, so it went away for a while and it left on this season two oh, cliffhanger with Wally. And I was like, oh my goodness, how can you just leave it here? But the fans sort of like petitioned to want it back. Mm, so this mm. trailer was all about highlighting that. It's like, the show you demanded back or the show you requested back. I, I haven't got the exact lines, but it was there was it was hearkening on that. And I was like, The thing about that sort nice of thing touch. is it does sometimes work. It yeah. doesn't always work. It didn't work with Lucifer, which you know, yeah, exactly. broke my heart. But it, it worked with this, obviously. And that's and that, that, that is the power of, of, of the fans. Power if there's the fandom, enough yeah. of you... It sometimes works. You can make it happen, and I like this sort of reward. And then there was a bit of cynicism for myself when I saw it at the end, and then it was like, available on the DC Universe, join now. And I was like, ah, okay, this is how they've got... And it, you know what, it's yeah. fair. Well, like, if it gets the subs. Yeah, they probably, like, when they set up this thing, like, oh, we can do this new, this, this, and go, we've got a lot of fans wanting this, why don't we just bring it, and that's a way to bring them in. They've got their tactics yeah. behind this DC Universe, and you know what? Like I said before, if it's to do with superheroes, I'm all in. I'm all invested You're in all, it. Yeah. I've already signed, technically signed up for it because when I was in America, you could sign up for it and then when it starts, you start paying. But it's not in the UK. So since I'm back in the UK, when it comes to the UK, I start paying. Or if I go to America, that's when I start paying. So at some point in the t- space time, I will be paying for this service. And when I do... We're going to be having good times with uh, it's, it's Young Justice Season 3. It's always been one of my bugbears. Netflix and WWE Network, and they all struggle with providing the same service worldwide, and it always seems like the UK gets a the, poor the deal. The worst end of it, A yeah. poor deal compared to America. Um, when I was in America, I looked. At, I, I used Netflix over there, and you just get access to the American Netflix through your, your British yeah, yeah. account. And the difference in what you could get is obscene. 
and we pay more. Yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? That's yeah, with the exchange cost. rates. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we pay more than the Americans do, and we get less. Ugh. It irks me. Although it we, did, we did get Disney Life and they don't have it, but then apparently it doesn't count as it. Oh, no, I'm not getting into that again. No. I'm not getting into that. Disney Plus is basically Disney Life on more more invested in but mm. that's all right that's fine okay now we're sort of dipping into bad news territory well so it was literally ju- uh, announced yesterday really sad news daredevil see- daredevil has been cancelled by netflix what i, know, I didn't mate. know what i know i didn't even know that i'm sorry to break your heart on air oh. but yeah but again it leads to <laughs> it leads to more of that thing of that there was a nice little post on the Daredevil Facebook thing and it had it it literally was a note saying like Nelson and Murdoch and Paige um it was something oh I should have got it up it was something along the lines of crap like we're never going to stop crime never stops or whatever so I, basically the character the character may not be on Netflix anymore but the character is still going to be around and they're still going to use it which would I can't believe they would cancel Daredevil it's I the, it's got to be that no, Marvel yeah. have said no you can't have it no. I don't think Netflix no, what, wanted to cancel no, 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 that no 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 what it'll be is because the thing is with this season 3 it was very little advertised in comparison to everything else like it wasn't on for me anyway and a lot of people have said this online it wasn't on their homepage it was literally if it was like they found it through their continue watching there hasn't been the big ads for it like Sub- Chilling Adventures of Sabrina has been on TV and all this and loads of advertisements for it but Daredevil wasn't and I feel it's because Disney are going towards their own streaming service so they're sort of saying yeah you get your last bit of Netflix series and then we're going to go and do our own so I think there is a bit of hostility um, there with them and I mean, Netflix I, I speculated I speculated when they cut Luke Cage and when they cut Iron Fist that it was so that they could have it for the. I'm, I'm convinced that there's got that surely Disney are just going to say, "Hey, we've got season three of Iron Fist, we've got season yeah, three yeah, of Luke no, Cage, exactly, we've got yeah. season four of Daredevil coming your way." And I think I think it's a. I suspect Netflix are a bit sour. Yeah, I think um, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah, or they're just like they're trying to be um, civil with it. Maybe. Well, well. It's pure speculation, but I, I'm, I'm gutted. It just, but I, I do it, have hope. It leads more and more towards it, though. Like, I would have thought they announced Jessica Jones first because it did seem like they were going... This seems harsh, me saying it now, that they were going in quality... The quality path, like they did Iron Fist. That Jessica wasn't Jones seen. Series 2 was, was weak compared to Series 1. But, yeah. you know, seri- I, I, I shouldn't say this, but I think it was Series 1 of Jessica Jones was the best thing of all the Netflix shows. And that's your opinion. It is, but um, I I would have expected that to be cancelled if anything was going to be cancelled out of Daredevil and, and Jessica Jones. I, I, I think that's coming soon. Well, I thought, yeah, I thought that would have been the natural progression. Have they actually ordered, renewed it for Series 3 or not? No, I don't think... Uh, yeah, there's been nothing. Cancelled. It is getting cancelled, but I just thought the, the order they would announce it would be different. Mm. Now, final bit of news. The Walking Dead... Just had a mid-season finale and a lot of stuff happened. So we won't get too much into that because it's spoilers. No, no I spoilers. Don't actually watch The Walking Dead, despite how I can pass off. But uh, the main character, Rick, is getting his own trilogy of spin-off films. What's your opinion of this as a Walking Dead fan of both comic and TV? 
Uh, I'm not as up to date with the TV as I am with the comics, but one thing I've always liked about the Walking Dead stuff on TV is that you can't predict who's going to die from reading the comics. And they, they, they always keep you... They always keep you guessing. There, there are characters that are still alive in the TV show that are very much dead very early on in the comics and vice versa. And uh, the, 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 the Rick spin-off films... It's just another thing that is great for, for fans of The Walking Dead. They, they gave us Fear of The Walking Dead, which went down really well. And I think, I think sometimes, you know, uh, the, the guy who plays, who, who plays Rick Grimes has, has left the show, but it's very difficult to let go of a part. A lot of the Doctor Who actors have that kind of problem. Yeah, they kind of um, want to go back to it, like... Yeah, and they do. And I think this is great. I think it would be very interesting. And with the kind of budget that we're see- hearing that they're going to get, these are going to be very interesting films. And the character is strong enough to, 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 to have a film based around him. But the show is strong enough to continue without him. It's, yeah. And it's, it, again, another c- reference to Doctor Who... The Doctor Who regeneration thing is genius because every time your main actor wants to leave, you just press the reset button, make a warpy warpy noise, and someone else can play <laughs> the Doctor. And Walking Dead can last forever because you can introduce characters who people get invested in, and by the time you've got, you, by the time someone's been killed off, there are more characters that have got yeah. huge investment and huge characterization in them, and The Walking Dead could last forever. Am I right in thinking they just bring in like a new lead and they sort of just become the main character? Or like... uh, he's still alive in the comics, so I don't know. Yeah, so uh... I, I don't know what they're going to do with the with the TV show, and yeah. that's that's what's brilliant about it. It's it's, it's almost got to the point where it's inspired it's so... by the yeah, comics yeah. now. Oh yeah, yeah. It's always sort of been like even from season one and stuff like that. I did a comics compared a couple of weeks ago, and yeah. when I was learning about that, it's like literally they have created two different pathways, and it's yep. it's incredible what they've done. What I um, I had a TV lecture actually. It was uh, for a cult module, and he said that The Walking Dead will just continue to go and go because of this fandom. Like, yep. it relies more on the fandom than the ratings. Like, the ratings can be whatever they want, but this fandom will keep coming to it. And I think that just shows just comics in general, like the importance of fan base, which I think is incredible. Mm. I am interested with this uh, as a news piece, just because spin-offs usually have like. A lower characters like with friends you had the joey yeah, series and stuff like that it's but. the main character yeah so it's kind of interesting and it, it leads itself to for a better outcome in my opinion i think just because it is that main character so it is it's more trustworthy and less like mm. oh they're getting their own show well that's whatever. probably why they've given it the budget they have yeah exactly and then it just offers interesting opportunities for the both of them have you got any opinions on the news Feel free to talk to us on the social medias on the on all of the social mediums. There you go. You just got Englished by me. Didn't get on with it. So now it's pull or pass. So pull or pass is a segment of this show where I'm trying to have a calm voice now because Mark's kind of angry. (laughs) It's this part of the show where we take a look at free comics to basically explain the pull part when you go into your local comic book store and you buy a comic of anything let's say batman for instance you buy batman one they'll say oh i do want to add this to your pull and whenever a batman comes in a batman two three four billion they'll keep it at the back for you it's sort of like a subscription service but less intense it's not we need a direct debit or where's our money it's whenever you come in you just go oh can i have a look at my pull and they go oh here you go you've got all this in 
and again, like you, you can come in at any time. It doesn't have to be a certain day or anything. Just I, I don't get into. I don't really get into my local comic shop on a monthly basis. So when I go and collect my pull, it's usually about three or four issues of the same thing. It's almost like getting a trade. I'm a super giddy kid, and it's like Christmas Day, uh, Wednesday. I go in and go, what's on my pull this week? And they're like, I can here's, imagine that. Here's some Booster Gold. Here's some Titans. Here's some. Here's a load of Spider Man. And I'm Always like, Always Spider Man. Yay! <laughs> here's a load of young. Here's a load of young characters that I feel like you're just trying to you identify with a lot. I was like, yes. Yes, it is. And a lot of family-friendly comics. <laughs> so, the first one this week we're going to look at is Aquaman slash Justice League Drowned Earth by DC. Now, this is kind of an interesting one for us because it was a special. And afterwards, I, the reason I kept it on Polar Pass is because afterwards it says, continue reading Aquaman. So, the pull slash pass part of this is whether we want to continue reading Aquaman. Mm. So, Mark, what was your opinions what of the book? What happened to classic Aquaman with his blonde hair and his and his and his scaly top and stuff? A lot of crises. There was uh, oh, okay. many, many crises. None of them midlife or you know. My mid twenties crisis was brilliant. My <laughs> mid thirties crisis was amazing. I can't wait for my mid forties crisis. I expect there will be a motorbike. <laughs> you know what? I'm looking forward to seeing it, like Ghost Rider style. Or if I could get a Ghost Rider, <laughs> or better, a Ghost Panther, I would be well happy. Imagine having a, a, a flaming panther as a pet. As much as I love my cat, that would be badass. Don't say you can't fire. Please no, do not she's say you can't fire. I would never do that. That's why it sounded like you were going towards us. No, like oh, like like no. a, a like a Ghost Panther where it's supposed to be on fire. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so the book. <laughs> Imagine your mid forties crisis being being having a panther. That's better than a motorbike. Anyway, so so we we but yeah, um, it was alright. It was alright. Um, I, I thought, wow, they're brave killing off Aquaman. Oh, they haven't killed off Aquaman. Yeah, it's that, that was a bit naff. Bit of mystery. Um, I. <sighs> uh, it was alright. Right, okay, I'll, I'll take right. this. I'll take the reins. Uh, I, can, I, you know what? I really enjoyed seeing the Justice League with Aquaman, and obviously the Aquaman movies coming out. So this was a great way to sort of, you know, I like these stories where it's a member of the Justice League taking a lead, and it's not the typical leaders. Like we've we've got like a Flashpoint sort of thing mm. there, and I did like Aquaman taking the lead in this, and I liked the sort of the twist where Manta like turned on everyone and then didn't realise like basically the premise of this story is the earth is drowned as the title suggests and all the heroes are sort of turned into like fish type versions of themselves so Manta thinks it's a great idea to drown everything and and then Aquaman's like yeah dude all the heroes that are against you are now fish rethink your plan you played yourself but I really yeah I really did enjoy it and I liked the um, like the freeway dynamic between Aquaman Mira and Wonder Woman. I've always enjoyed that sort of thing. Like again, going back to Flashpoint, where Wonder Woman and Aquaman were lovers. You know, he cheated on Mira with her, and then they became enemies. I always liked that sort of tension between the Amazonians. Love yeah, the Amazonians and the Atlanteans. I like that sort of because again, they're sort of like ancient. They've got a history behind them, a heritage, and it was interesting to see the three. Whether I enjoyed the issue, I don't know if I'd. Pull Aquaman though, not to sound harsh to Aquaman, 
but there's just other DC characters there's, that I'm interested in. Along with being harsh to Aquaman, the only reason I'm going to see the Aquaman film is is gratuitous amounts of topless Jason Momoa. Of course, of it's course. A, but at least they've got your ticket. It's a massive. They've pass got for your me. ticket. It's a pass. Yeah, it's gonna. It's a pass on the on carrying on with Aquaman, but don't let that disturb you. I did enjoy the book. Did big times. Now the next one we're looking at is Dead Man Logan by Marvel. Like old man, but now he's a dead man. Like a dead man walking. What were your opinions on your book on this book? On your book, this it, book. It's a pretty dark premise, isn't it? The, it the, the 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 whole premise is that old man Logan is terminal. He is dying from adamantium poisoning and he wants to go out. We go out and make the world safe, which yeah. is it's 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 really really bleak. So I was surprised by the amount of humour in the book. I was, and, and I think it needed it. Um, yeah. L- Glob having some. Let's go with private time. Yes, let's. And let's the, the horror in his skull face. <laughs> the, the, the credit to the artist. The look of horror when he got caught having a. Private Tommy, moment. A to, yeah, a private. I was going to say Tommy Tank, and um, he it, it was done brilliantly. That was brilliant. And Hawkeye with his rage at not being recognised as an Avenger, but someone someone had heard of Stingray. And I, I'm, I'm really, I'm really glad they did that because it could have been just so so bleak. Um, and I really liked. Right, so it's one universe. It is absolutely one universe, even if the MCU isn't, even though it's going to be eventually. It's one universe, but you don't tend to see an X-Man go up against a Spider-Man baddie. And similarly, yeah. you, you, won't, you won't get Craven the Hunter in Uncanny X-Men any more than you'll get Magneto in Daredevil. But they're all in the same universe. And I like that the they've brought Mysterio yeah. as the bad in this. I like that. I think that's pretty cool. I liked the thing with Mysterio was he referenced uh, Scarlet Spider, which I think no one was reading apart from me. Well, it felt like that at a time. I was all right with Scarlet Spider. Yeah, but no, he like had a recent new series and he went to Vegas and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, I even got beat up by some wannabe Spider-Mans in Las Vegas. I was like, oh, I read that. I was well happy. I also read the Spider-Man and Daredevil stuff, but loads of people were reading that. But what I like about this is they delving fully into this old man universe. So old man Logan was an incredible um story from marvel a couple of years ago and it became the recent logan film but the character from that old man logan then so because that all takes down in a different timeline and different universe but he's been brought into the main universe now wibbly wobbly timey yeah, yeah yeah and this story is basically him trying to prevent that from happening so that's why he's going against these mm. bizarre villains like mysterio because they were the ones that caused the end in this other universe. It's really like, uh, and I love that. I love how Mysterio, who's always been camp and a bit naff, is the is the guy that kills. That's the thing. Old Man with, Logan's universe. That's the thing with Mysterio. He's either super camp and useless, or he's like this expert wizard, like special effects, like doing crazy stuff. There's never a middle ground. He's always one or the other, which I kind of like. I mean, that's the, 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 that, that's that's kind of comic the idea with, Yeah, well, yeah, but alternative realities as well. Yeah, you know, you can have one. It's it's the concept of one decision can change your life, and I I, I like that exactly. No, I'm all aboard it, and again. They are all in for this old man universe. 
Old Man Hawkeye's just started its series. It's going and flourishing well. And we're getting an Old Man Quill. Old and Man Ho- Quill, I'm looking for. And Hawkeye to. was a big part of that Old Man Logan story, I feel like. He was, a, again, that comic relief like he is in this, and it's mm. sort of spilling over and continuing. And yeah, it's really cool to see. Old Man Quill's going to be interesting because he wasn't really part of the Old Man Logan story, but it's in space. So exactly. It'd be, inter- it'd be interesting to see that universe in space as it grows. I agree. So that universe is really pretty dope. And I feel like, just to close off, if I'm pulling this, I'm going to try and... If money is no object, I'll pull this and then get the backlog of old man stuff so then I'm all in. That, that's the if, thing, I'm not I'm not. If gonna money in it. time is yeah. no concept, I can just constantly read comics. That's the thing, I'm not going to pull it because I've not read enough Old Man Logan, but I really, really liked it and I would like to pull it, so I am going to try and find some old man logan trades and get up to date with some old man logan so that i can eventually read this title yeah so it's maybe, not a full maybe, pull maybe but it's, it's close maybe i'm being a bit too crazy there maybe if i just reread old man logan and continued with this it doesn't need to be a, i guess it doesn't need, you don't need to be fully invested in the old men universe no <laughs> what a name for a, the old men universe old men and women universe the final one we're going to is the warning by image now i put this one on didn't i and um the the premise was military sci-fi and yeah it it just feels like it it's hardly started by the end of the by the end of this book i was like and the rest is there wasn't really any sci-fi other than one reference to an alien invasion and I don't feel like they established any characters enough for me to be invested in them and that's the the quintessential problem with well 20 pages and lots of art if it's a first issue and you're establishing something pretty big you haven't established it by the end of that first comic yeah yeah and if 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 it's on if it's on the premise of pull or pass on one issue, I, I'm I'm going to pass it because I just don't feel like there was enough. I didn't feel like I'd had hardly anything about this story about this this universe, and that's a shame because the art was good and the the premise is brilliant. But I, I think they're building up to something that I might pull, but yeah. on the pure premise of this, the first one, yeah, it, I, I just there wasn't enough. See, I always found these interesting because it's it's a similar thing to last week because you've obviously, you're invested in this image universe and you've looked into it quite a bit and I'm always, whenever I read these, it's always like new and fresh to me. I just take it as it is. And if like, yeah, if you go back to last week, again, we had this similar situation. But I didn't get, I didn't think of this as a sci-fi. Like I was unaware this was going to be a sci-fi and I read it as like this military piece. Oh, there was some funny elements, obviously, with the old partner being turned into an animal. I was like, okay, so there's something there. But the way you're pitching is like this great sci-fi epic mm. almost, and I'm sort of like, I didn't get that when reading it. But I, what I did enjoy was, I thought I really liked the way they established the characters. With it was sort of like going back to something. So they would t- one, the main character was talking about like how he couldn't remember if this person was. Like, I can't remember if you're my friend, my dad, my son, my partner. And then at the end, it's sort of like, now I remember you were all of these or something like that. So I was like, okay, they've developed the characters here and the relationships. And then now I'm guessing they're going to go into the sci-fi with more. So. Yeah, I, th- I think this is the thing about Pull or Pass with an image title. I'm probably more likely to have pulled if we'd have read the trade. 
Yeah, yeah. Once you've got the full, mm. it takes like six issues or maybe yeah. maybe less to get it into get into the groove and sort of know what you're going for. But yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, Good. I would like well with your description of it and saying that it's going to go into bonkers sci-fi I probably would pull it so you've helped me there <laughs> you ready I'm ready it's time oh good grief for traders I'm so sorry get your comics from the loft you don't have a loft it's time for trade-off don't do that again I'm going to do it every week. I know you are. I might do a pre-record. Nah, so, actually, I'm going to do it every week. Just, just, I can pe- I can perfect it more. The, but the, yeah, you are... There are dogs <laughs> in pain because of that. You are you are correct. I do not have a loft, so that is a bit of a lie. But, Ugh. trade-off, basically. Me and Mark have very... Mark and I. Mark and I. Mark and him. No, it's Mark. It's me. It's not you. Get on with it. Who's this I? Are you cheating on me? Are you doing radio shows without me? With a guy called I? Get what even it. name Get is I? It. Get on with it. We've got like, like three minutes so, of this. So, I'm family friendly. I love all the family friendly comics. Marvel, DC, Archie, IDW, all them. Mark is more of an adult. Yeah, I, I, likes, I like He likes sci-fi and, and I do dabble with image. image. Yeah. So, typically... I give Mark a family-friendly book. He gives me an image book. This week, I gave him Vader. What did you think about Vader? Well, I was sceptical. Um, a bad guy as as the main character. I ju- yeah, that's, that's lovely. Well done. But a bad guy as the main character. Just, I wasn't sure it would work. But I was wrong. Th- th- this is Vader. Um, you, you know what I've just done? Well, breathed a big sigh of relief. Good. Or Vader has. Well, it was, and, and, and I found the story completely compelling, and it was really interesting. And, right, love me some Jabba the Hutt. Oh, and it, and it opens with Vader and Jabba, and that is what, surely every Star Wars fan wants to see that. I'm not, you know, I, I like Star Wars. I'm not a massive, massive Star Wars fan, like you get, like, the really dedicated fans. But I do like me some Star I Wars. I do love a bit of Star and Wars. I did, and I did mark on. out for a bit of Vader and a bit of Jabba hanging. And that was good. That was good. There's, there's, there's been some really bad Star Wars fiction over the years. Less so since the new Disney stuff. Yeah, the sort of new canon has sort of cleaned it all up. There's I less was, loot clones. I wasn't well, optimistic about this book, and I was really pleasantly surprised really really was yeah. and I do I do want to read some more of it I'm glad I'm so glad. you're going to have to lend me that oh yeah I'll lend it you all there's uh, mm. Dr Afra as well who gets introduced into this but this came at a very great time for me because we got a load of Vader books and load of Vader in the medium really to be honest there was a book called Lords of the Sith which I devoured mm. this and then we had Rogue One where he was sort of appearing and stuff like that so I read the book and I was like reading about Vader just destroying people it's like this is so cool yeah. and then in the comic I gotta see it and then in Rogue One that scene at the end I was like oh my goodness this is amazing like literally Rogue One could have been a turd in space and that scene would have just made me go yeah amazing yeah total um, quality film that film and this book very much re-established just how much of an absolutely murderous murderous frightening nightmare Vader is Vader is and that's that's exactly what they it's, need for the character it's interesting as well to talk about your concerns is like having him as the lead because the six Star Wars films the originals and the prequels are 
you know, they're Skywalker stories, but they're more specifically an Anakin Skywalker story. It's sort of like his rise, his fall, and then yeah. his redemption. So it's it's interesting to see him because he technically is the lead of this. All yeah, Star yeah. Wars movies are Star, uh, Skywalker sagas, and, you know, he's a big part of it, which is why I think he makes a great lead in all these, like we say, the books, the, the film... And in the films and in this comic. It's such an unconventional thing to have a bad guy as the lead, exactly, but it works yeah, yeah. so well. I do love as well that he just chills on Mustafa. It's like, it's so metal and it's so <laughs> tortured soul and like, literally the lava is, phys- is his physical representation of all his anger building up and he uses that to fuel it and it makes him more powerful and I'm just like, oh, Vader, you're just an epic fictional character. Just- he is. All the stuff behind it. It's just, oh my goodness. On the, quali- on the quality of Vader, uh, it made me trust the Marvel run of Star Wars comics. And I've been yeah. reading stuff like Chewbacca and Captain Phasma, two of my favourite characters, subsequently because I read this yeah. book. So thank you. Just to finish off with a little tidbit for all of you, Star Wars actually helped save Marvel when they were struggling. Star Wars, um, the comic sales actually saved them. I can believe there that. There you go. So that's the show, guys. Well, we've had a fab time. Thank you for joining us and uh, looking forward to seeing you next week. Always. Great Scots. It's been almost an hour. What the devil are they doing? Rest assured that I was on the internet within minutes registering my disgust throughout the world. Thanks for listening to Geek of the Week. Be sure to tune in next week. Same geek time, same geek channel. And if you want to follow us on social media, it's at GOTW Radio on Twitter. Search for Geek of the Week Radio Show on Facebook. And to listen again, it's www.mixcloud.com forward slash Geek of the Week Radio Show.